Welcome to Queer Longing, a podcast where we discuss and explore everything that we're longing for and living for in our queer community. I'm Olivia Taylor. And I'm Lucy Cecil. Hey! Oh, hi! (laughs) All I want to do now is start every single podcast with, yo, yo, what's up? (laughs) Well, you can, but also Aaron Carter's been a naughty boy, hasn't he? So I did some shout out to Aaron Carter last week, which I actually have to a tiny bit retract just because he's been a naughty boy about Michael Jackson and all the... Uh, saying that the victims are lying, etc. Yeah, I yeah I read that actually. Yeah, because um, he was saying because because they they were friends in inverted commas, yes. weren't they? When when Aaron Carter was coming up as a child yes. star and said he was like this amazing man and everything and nothing untoward happened between them, which is completely like fine if that's your yeah if that's your memory, but don't smear what other people yeah, are saying exactly. publicly just so because something happened to you doesn't mean something else didn't happen to someone else yeah so yeah um but so i think we have to be go easy on the yo-yo what's ups does that mean you're not going to go to his party yeah probably not no. i have to cancel those tickets see if i can get a refund we'll un rsvp yeah we will rsvp not attending <laughs> so how's your week been yeah it's been all right i actually had a very strange um haircut experience this week Thanks for noticing, by the way. Olivia. I was just going to say, shit. <laughs> it was, was cut last night, you didn't say anything. I mean, <laughs> it looks very glossy, but I don't know, does it look much shorter? It's not much shorter, right? So I just wanted, I just wanted to trim, just to like, a trim and tidy up, right? Okay. But, so I went to like, I just went on treat well and got like a cheap haircut, because I was like, right, it's just a trim. Mm-hmm. How, how badly can it go? Well. So I went, well, not that badly, but, so I went to this new hairdresser I haven't been to before, um, and it began with like, you know, washing of the head, which I love and love the little like massage and whatever. But this um, lady really went to town. She really? was pulling and doing all sorts. And I was kind pulling. of like pulling my hair loads and like really, really like going for it on my head. Oh. And I was a bit like, mm, okay. But I was like, oh, it's all right. I quite like a like tough massage. <laughs> <laughs> but I was a bit like, okay, bit, bit odd. Yeah. And then um, she was like, sat me down or whatever and then she was brushing my hair she was like yanking it all over the shop and like doing like so it was all just a bit odd right and then she like cut the hair and i was like yeah it's fine whatever and um uh i have this thing where i go to hairdressers because i have to take my glasses off because i can't cut hair with glasses on right but <laughs> they always do that bit at the end where they're like oh do you like it how does it look and i'm like i can't fucking see oh, okay. so then yeah. i always have to like either i used to always just pretend like yeah it's fine or whatever, yeah. which i would do anyway even if i didn't like it yeah. but i always have to be like let me just put let me just put my glasses on. yeah anyway but she did this weird bit at the end where i don't know if you've ever had this happen to you where you know they usually like put some hairspray on some product or whatever uh-huh. but she put hairspray into a brush Oh yeah, right. Which I've never really had done before. Or no, yeah I've, yeah, I've had that. But the weirdest thing she did it. She put it like right on top of my head, and it all just dripped down my face. <laughs> oh my god, how much was she putting on the yeah, brush? Yeah, like done. And I was like, okay. And I was like, do I? What do I fucking do now? Do I like wipe it away really obviously? Do I go like, um, you got some on my face? Yeah. <laughs> like, what do I do? So I just sort of left it a bit because like I'm too awkward. And then um, eventually like wiped it off a little bit, but it was minging. And then I just had like a sticky face the rest of the night. And also it made my hair like really stiff in parts. It wasn't nice. I didn't like it. I don't like hairspray very much unless you sort of need it just for like an well, updo or yeah, whatever. Yeah, because like your hair isn't really that that vibe. No. It's more just like sleek. It was very odd. So it just had these weird like stiff bits of like, um, yeah, hairspray, and I had to go home and have a shower, which has annoyed me because one of the things I like about going to the hairdresser is that you've like had your hair washed, so you don't have to go and wash your hair at home. But I had to wash it anyway because it was just stiff and gross. Um, so yeah, 
But actually, quite handy in the wind because it all goes up in one flop. So <laughs> around, around one rectangle yeah, like, flapping ooh, behind ooh. you. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's been my week. I also had a bit of a weird week because on Thursday I woke up and got um, a call from someone in my office that uh, the electricity had gone out in the building, so I just had to work from home, which is just like unexpected, yeah. like weird, like day at home, like oh. So it sort of threw me through the week. Do you not eat, do you not usually work from home? Eh? No, like, I, I do. I have sometimes, but you just want to feel a bit like if I'm a bit ill or something, sometimes I'll work from home, but not really. Um, a lot of the stuff I do like is I sort of, it's good to be in the office. So, but um, yes, it was a bit weird. How about you? How was your week? Um, good. I went to see um, Jesse Cave's new um, stand-up oh, yeah. slash one-woman show at home. So um, is, it, is it like stand-up, like yeah. jokes and stuff or well, stories? Kind of. So it's it's called Sunrise. And um, if you don't know Jesse Cave, she is an illustrator and an actor and just does loads of bits, basically. She used to be in Harry Potter. Yeah, she was Lavender Brown. Right? Yeah. Um, and basically she's created this one woman show um and it does have jokes in it but it's basically like a sort of spoken word chronology of the time after she had like just had two kids right and they were both really small and she had split up from the dad who is Alfie Brown who's another famous comedian right, okay um in the UK and so they were together and he's the father of both of her children mm-hmm and then they split up and it's kind of about that that post bit where she's trying to sort of navigate the world again as a new mum and someone who's still completely in love with their ex and all of the like neuroses and issues that come out of that and basically it's it's a well-known fact that um Alfie Brown is a top I was going to say... A top. <laughs> oh, right. Is it well known? I was going to say... I was going to say something else, but I'll, ju- I'll just say Lothario. Ah. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, very much... A, very much a Lothario of London. <laughs> and, um, you know, she would... She's done a lot of these one-woman shows and she literally asks the audience, put your hand up if, oh, you, really? if you slept with my boyfriend. Wow. Because now they're back together. Oh, are they? Oh. Yeah. Which is not which is not what the show's about at all. Um, but she asked and um, there was no one at my one, the Manchester yeah. one. And she was like, God, that's so weird. And she was just like, the London shows are a nightmare. <laughs> um, because apparently like everyone has. And they'll like walk, wow. ar- they'll, like, walk around together just anywhere yeah. in London. And some girl will walk past and look. And then she'll be like, oh, was she? And Alfie will be like, yeah. God. I know. So what were you going to say? Top dog? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say top dog. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. And yeah, the top dog of London. <laughs> big big name on campus. Toast of the town. <laughs> exactly. Um, toast so... of the town. That's not a saying. Yeah, it is. Talk of the town. No, to- toast. toast of the town Okay, is. good. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. Well, I usually get those things wrong. No, because so. it's like... But you know those things. Yeah. So. It's it's like if you're, if you're saying, oh, they were once the toast of the town and yes, now they're that is what lying in the gutter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's usually... Yeah. I mean, I'm always saying that all the time. <laughs> famous for that you are um but yeah it was really 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 funny oh cool okay i wasn't i don't know why i wasn't expecting it to be as funny as it was but i was just i was like howling and you know when you're like laughing loads and then you're sort of self-conscious by how loudly yeah like you don't want to be the loudest laugher yes and i was like laughing really really loud um <laughs> yeah but she's dead good dead dead good so i would okay. definitely definitely recommend going to see that it's just it's very very funny and it speaks to kind of like you know when you're when you've like just had a breakup and you're in like you're not in your right mind yeah and it's that it's that sort of weird 
amount of time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know, and the, I know that. And the kind, yeah. <laughs> and the kinds of things that the kinds of things that you do that you would never normally do, yes. or like you're trying to work out who you are without without that, that partnership person, and yeah. that that person. And so you just. It's like it's like sort of being born again almost. Definitely, and you do loads of weird things to like test them out in a sense. Yeah, and to be also like, is to this, be like, is this the version of me that's going to yes. stick? Yeah, yeah. Now, now that they're not around, is this actually what I am doing now? Yeah, is this who I am and blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's all about I think that like in a bit of a messed up way that sort of rechecking in with yourself to be like is this what we do oh yeah like, absolutely you're sort of talking yeah. to you talking to yourself being like do we are we the kind of woman that yeah. does this all okay about, all about resetting yeah and it's like there's only one way to find out and it's by like doing, <laughs> doing all it. of those things yeah. um so yeah definitely definitely yeah, okay. um go and see that and as i mentioned last week the wait will soon be over i will finally <gasps> finally be going to see hamilton and guess what Oh my god, what, Olivia? You're coming with me. Am I? <laughs> I didn't know until right now. <laughs> yeah. So we've had a few last minute changes. Yes, it's been a schedule change. <laughs> yeah. Um my my cousin who I was going with is absolutely um, snowed in with loads of uni work. Yeah. And oh, I would not like to be back at that time. No, it's my, horrible. My lord. Yeah. I would not. So you're you're swooping in and yeah, taking her, that ticket. Her snowing in is my um is my dinner ticket. Right. Because here I am. Being able to swoop in and go see Hamilton. I know. It's going to be... And I'm going in blind, essentially. Like, I know it a bit, like we talked about last week, but well, you just re- a bit blind. You just revealed something to me off air, which really troubled me. Oh. Do you want to go public? I think it's about time. Okay. I've never seen a musical live. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a big musical fan. I just really want... I want to insert there, you know, like... Um, a stock sound bite okay. of like hell just people being like ah! oh like like a like an internal damnation kind yes. of like sea of souls yeah because okay. when I'll, I'll, I'll have a look yeah <laughs> have a look on sound dogs yeah sound dogs shout out to sound dogs. other um free sounds are available <laughs> but um yeah when you when you dropped that bomb on me a mere half an hour ago i was completely shook because so much of our friendship is about musicals i know well, i love musicals and i've watched you know all the musical uh, films and stuff but i've never seen one live i've just never have you're gonna die i know i know i'm gonna die and the, you, you've really just gone really in, done it because you've, of, you've gone yeah. in hot yeah. with hot your hamilton your first musical <laughs> is hamilton i know it's like the most the biggest musical sensation in like a thousand years I know. it's mad i know i know i'm very 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 excited yeah we are sad that we, due to logistics, we can't go to Roti King. Oh, and we want, yeah, we just want Roti King to know that that's not because we wouldn't want to. It's yeah. purely logistics. And it's not because we don't want a lot of free stuff and slash or sponsorship. Yes. Oh, um, that'd be good. It's just because we um, have some logistics that, I mean, it can't happen. Yeah. But we are, I'm going to take you to um, Bone Daddy's. Yes. And I haven't had like a good ramen for a long time. So that's a good time. This I'm is like, as well. you know, like when you go for a roast dinner and it's like, you go for like a nice one. So you know like the one near me? Yeah. And it's like really, really rich gravy and it's like yeah. really luscious. Yeah. Well, that's what the ramen's like. It's like a Sunday dinner yeah. of ramens. It's very... That's what a tonkatsu should be. Yeah, it's very yeah. deep. It's not like watery. It's almost like creamy. Yes, it should, well, it should be. It should right. be sort of marrowy. And it's honestly, yeah, it's very <laughs> marrowy and it's like really, really, really salty. <sighs> so, yeah. You know how I feel about salt. Get ready. Good. So... You're gonna need yes. you're gonna need a big gulp for Hamilton. Okay, <laughs> if, 
but I can't have a big gulp because then I'll just need to wee all the time and I don't want to have to wee at all. But I'll be too intent, like intensely entranced by the, the musical to need any wees, I'm sure. Yeah, and I don't agree with um, having to queue in the women's queue for the toilets at the Please. at the theatre and then you miss any opportunities to get any booze or to actually just chat because yeah. you're just in the queue for a thousand years yeah. and then men are just having no queue and if we just all got sensible and had just normal toilets just for anyone yeah, if everyone realised that gender's basically dead and yeah. that we could just have some nice cubicles for everybody yeah. then whether you're then a slow weir a fast weir you can just we are against the wind yeah it evens <laughs> it evens out yes it does it does i agree um so, yeah so yeah that's we, very exciting we've had a good week yeah. and we have a great weekend to look we forward do. to so with that in mind what are you longing for and living for this week well this week i'm longing for as i mentioned a couple of weeks ago i um i'm getting was getting a new kitchen soon um and the time is nigh it will be, as this pod goes out, I'll be mid-kitchen renovation. And I'm longing for the, as I've been, as I said, I've been waiting for this kitchen for four years. Mm. So I'm longing for the, the day when it is finished and I can walk in there and just be like, oh my God, my new kitchen right here, right now. What I would like to know, and the most pressing question that's on my mind mm. is, what are the top three things oh God. that you're going to cook me in your new kitchen? <laughs> Okay, inquiring three... minds want to know <laughs> the top three things are yes whatever you want whoa <laughs> okay beep beep okay in my kitchen yeah you know all my main ones honestly anything are we making banoffee pies left right and center for you oh my god i know that's your favorite that is my favorite yeah. but my favorite dessert not my favorite so i don't want to have that in place of a main no, of course not. Okay. So I'll also make you the harissa veggies, the uh, sausage ragu. Oh my god! So I was and one other one that I can't think of right now. The the um, the dark soy like. noodles, the, dark, the slippery noodles. Yeah. yeah, with the fried egg. The only thing that I can't do my own like more shit version of. Yeah. Because I haven't tried yet are the, are the slippery dark soy mm, noodles. I think you could do that. I'm yeah, I, I probably could because like yours are all tens, and I've got the harissa veg and the fennel sausage thing mm. i've got them both to seven out of ten okay okay getting there but i don't think i can get higher than maybe, that maybe maybe an element of it for you is having it cooked for you as well to make it the 10 yeah i think maybe that's a bit mm, it. Yeah. I, I don't know and i kind of don't want it to be any better than that because okay. i want it to still be special oh thanks yeah <laughs> but i am good at the i am good at the harissa one though. you are yeah yeah, yeah. You've, you've been doing that a bit recently it's a great dish yeah it's a great dish. Um, um so yeah that's what i'm longing for um, can imagine just to like be in there and be like wow this is really nice and actually light and not really gross yeah. and falling apart like it is at the moment salt fat acid you heat yeah you'll, salt fat acid you heat <laughs> salt fat acid heat your life away yes but the annoying thing is about your kitchen is that you won't be able to have a youtube channel brood That's because just rude of the way it's here? configured Okay, well, maybe I'm working on that. Actually, it's just going to be an empty room and one island in the middle. One island unit, that's it. (laughs) Well, is there a way you could still do it? Yeah, there's a way if it's slightly like, uh, yeah, a lot of logistics and maybe less of like a face-on version. It'd have to be from the side. Yeah. Mm. You'd have to like I don't like my side angle. I know, I mean... The The profile's not not, not what I'm in for. Side's never the best. You really want Mm. face on. (laughs) 
Anyway, we'll discuss the logistics after, but um, I do think that this is a good opportunity for you to start a cooking YouTube yeah. channel. Yeah, well, um, yeah, my ex-girlfriend always said that we needed to get the kitchen sorted mainly so I could have my cooking YouTube channel. What, what so. would your YouTube channel name be? Oh, God. Have you thought that far? No. Okay. No, I Maybe, have to think about that. That should be your goal. Oh, okay, right. Uh, okay. <laughs> I've got a lot, a lot of other things to do, but fine. <laughs> it could be my goal for... Okay. That's, that's a fun goal. Yeah, it's a fun goal. Cool. So that's what I'm logging for and what I am living for, which I believe is the same as you're living for this week, Mm. is that uh, last night, as we mentioned last week in the podcast, that we might go to the gig of, we did go to the gig of self-esteem. We did. We did, didn't we? And it was incredible. I was dead. It was, yeah, I'm I'm not alive yet. No. I'm still dead. It was completely stunning, gorgeous, just such a good time. It was so good. It was so good. It was was so so good. good. And I'd like seen in the run up, like sort of, you know, posts and stuff being like, oh, this, this looks like it's going to be fucking good. I'm really glad we got tickets. Yeah. And it was great. Um, as Rebecca Taylor styled it herself, she said it's the self-esteem live experience, <laughs> <laughs> which it truly was. Yeah. And um, they do loads of like amazing like choreography. Yeah, choreography where like none of the other um, people in the band look at each other <sighs> and they just like all start at the same time. I mean, this is obviously a podcast so we can't show it, but just imagine like... Would that we would... Yeah. Would that we would? <laughs> it's like a would. row, it's like a row of them all. And then just all of a sudden they just do like these really complicated, like yeah, quick like, dance moves, like real sexy, real jerky. Yeah, fling a hand up. Yeah. Do a, do a, do a body roll. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. It, yeah, so imagine, I can just imagine the hours and hours they spent in front of like one of those studio mirrors. And she is such a good singer live. She, such a voice, strong voice. Her voice is amazing. I think also like what's so great about this new project, Self Esteem, is that um, it is... Um, all about like her voice like so much a lot of it like she did two like completely like acapella tracks mm. she like just on her own like just singing and they were like her voice is so powerful and amazing that she can do that yeah it was just such a great it was great it was great but you great, know what great. I didn't agree with so there was what's the song that she sang is it in the middle is it I'm Shy where she it was the acapella one and it was really sad yes yeah and um yeah, so there was that one. Everyone was having a thousand emotions yeah. and there was like, you couldn't hear a pin drop. And then these like six men <gasps> all yes. came in with their drinks and were like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, getting to the front. And it's like, it's literally silent. Yeah. There's no music. No, I thought that exact same thing. And like, that, that what happened, are you yeah, doing? In, in both of those like quiet ones where it was like, everyone yeah, should just it be happened completely- twice. Yeah, where everyone should be completely transfixed as we were. And I was even like shedding a little bit of a tear and I'm yeah. gonna lie. You- you should not be fucking going to the fucking bar. Why do you need a fucking drink when that's on? I know. And even if you are going to the bar, just stay there until the end of that part. How can you not see so far ahead of your own self to realise that you shouldn't be doing that? People are stupid, Lucy. They are. Oh, yes. Really annoying. But it was amazing. Anyone, if you get the chance to go see her, go see her. You will not regret it. And it's really nice because we were saying last night, I mean, this is a bit of an earnest convo, but it is true (laughs) that like, the because re- I, I know a lot of people are all oh, like why why do you go to so many gigs like blah 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 but <laughs> why would you do that yeah because pe- some people just don't get it because like I could just listen to it at home yeah people some people don't yeah um, don't don't live for the live music yeah but what I thought was so cool about last night I mean it was great anyway but the part where um she sang the best which was like which is like the main track of her yeah, new album her lead which single, yeah. you recommended last week yeah. and um she was really shocked how everyone knew all the words yeah and everyone was singing back and yeah. Like and she, she ended up oh, just like it was adorable she like flipped out a bit and like yeah. couldn't carry on and then she just like started crying and just went oh my god i feel like robbie williams yeah that was fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just yeah, it, it, was, it was so nice like to see that sort of yeah reaction from like an artist you like and um yeah and it was a great time um 
And I and yeah, I, that that going back to that thing of people saying like, oh, I don't know why you go to live music and stuff like that. For me, like one of the main reasons. I mean, I love the I love seeing live music, not like full stop. But for me, it's like one of the only ways in like the way the modern music world is that you can actually support the artists you like. Yeah. So for me, it's really important to go to gigs. Yeah. Because it's the, and buying merch like if I can, but like I don't you know I don't listen to CDs anymore. I don't like I don't have a vinyl a record player or anything like that, so yeah. I can't don't really buy them. But like if I can go to the gigs, that is me directly, hopefully like as much as I can supporting them. So yeah. I think it's really important in that sense as well. Yeah, that's like the only way artists make money yeah, now, really, exactly. isn't it? So so um, yeah. If you can, go, go, because you will not have a bad time. You'll have a great time. Yeah, well, she's playing, um, well, they are playing in... I never know with, with self-esteem. Is it a band or is it a solo well, artist with a band? I believe it's like her solo project and and then she has her band. I think that's yeah. why she calls it like the the experience the experience because it's like her and the band. Yeah, because I never know like if I'm talking about self self esteem like whether I say she or they to to, to refer to like a collective of like yeah. the band. Yeah, I know what you mean. Well, you could just say they anyway because it covers all bases, doesn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. um, well, anyway, <laughs> um, they are playing in London on Wednesday. So if you live they in are. London you and you're listening still to get this tickets on, on on the very day this goes out and you have nothing to do tonight. Yeah. Then go. Go. I think there are, um, well, there were, because I just sent the link to my friend in London, there were some tickets on Dice. Right, great. So yeah. you could have a yeah. look there. But yeah, really, really great. Um, really enjoyed that and just listened to that over and over again on Spotify because it's just great. Yeah, cannot stop. So yeah, what are you, see, so yeah, that was your living for as well, I believe. Yes. Um, what are you longing for then, Liv? Well, I've been like really, really busy um, yeah. with just bits and yeah. um going out a bunch so I haven't had much time at home just to kind of like recalibrate center my favorite thing to do yeah centering and I just need to do that basically but it's just kind of been like always thinking a million steps ahead and all I want to do is just be at home for an extended period of time and Mm. watch Queer Eye series (gasps) three yes and just just relax yes because I I too obviously it dropped today um this is Friday the what is the date? Fifteenth of March, and I was, I was like, yes, oh my god, it's dropped. And then I was like, when am I gonna watch that? Like, mm. I was like, oh, I don't have any time for a bit. So yeah, I, I too am feeling the longing for just some absolute veg out time watching the lovely, lovely Fab Five do their, do their best work. Yeah. Also, Tan France has a new YouTube channel. Like, Does he? Yeah. I like just, it. just, just videos of him doing bits. Um, yeah, basically, okay. he just um launched it. I think. It was today or yesterday. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, oh, I love Tanny. He's so he's so lovely and like I like I like the sort of um contrast he brings to um the the group by being um British and not American. He sort of brings like a bit of that to to the to the dynamic, which I like. Yeah, I found a video um of him the other day where he's in Manchester with one oh, of his best friends. Yeah. I think I sent it to you. You did, yeah. I watched about half of it and then I had to do some work. <laughs> okay. Well, it's it's quite cool because he's going to all of the like regular Manchester haunts because he, he lived here for a number mm, a number of years yeah. and it's got him like shopping in Affleck's Palace and like going to loads yeah, of bars and he talks and about like queer folk, doesn't he? As yeah. Well, and references and that, which is good, interesting. he talks about Greg's. Does he? Yeah. I missed that bit. Yeah. Shit. I know. Right, I'm going to have to get to the Greg's bit. Also, some more Greg's news for you. There's going to be a Greg's opening in the Trafford Centre. I am, um, I'm just shocked there isn't one already. Surely, in the Trafford Centre. I'm not shocked because, because why would they make a place that's so cheap and delicious in a place where you like are encouraged to spend more money? Mm, 
okay. I see, I see what you mean. I see what you're saying. But I just would have thought, because Greg's is so I guess omnipresent. They, I guess they have McDonald's, don't they? Which yeah, is quite cheap. Yeah. And I, I have... I mean, that's great news for Greg's. Very pleased. Glad they're expanding. Same. As always. Um, but I have been to the Trafford Centre all of one time, and I plan to never go back. I, I, I don't yeah, like it. Yeah, it's not nice. Um, no. But And also, there's a, there's a drive-through Greg's, like, quite near. Drive-through Greg's? Yeah. Well, there's, there's, that, there's a drive-through Greg's, and there's a drive-through Tim Hortons. Oh, I know, I know that. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a good time. Yeah, that um, is a good time. Okay, great. Great for Greg's. So this episode is a little bit different this week, which is, is exciting. Last week, our goal was to start thinking about having um, a few more guests. And when I say more, I mean any, because we haven't had any <laughs> yet. singular one. Yeah. Um, but it was still a little baby podcast and we wanted to establish yeah. our, our flow and all of the yeah. rest of it. But later on um, in this episode, we do have a guest, don't we? We do. We have a little guest segment. <laughs> segment. A segment. Segment. So it's an exciting week. We're joined by our very good friend, Sophie, who um, was talking to us about her experiences as a queer woman and also as a queer woman who is a high-ranking member of the British Army. She is. Uniformdating.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, one of our one of our goals when we were coming up with um, the podcast was to speak to um, loads of different queer people who work in different industries and about yeah. what their experiences are. And we really um, wanted to talk to her about this particular area. Yeah. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's, it's really interesting to hear about her experiences in this field that, like, not many people know much about definitely um from the inside so and as well as talking about um her job and working life we also talk quite a lot about our um friendship yeah, and how we met our, like friendship origin story and things like that which is quite cute we kind of we, we do um just a bit of a a warning but a good warning we love each other like the most so we're all a bit like excited about it when we, when we listen to it <laughs> yeah we're a bit in a nice way a bit a bit cackly but when yeah. when aren't we um yeah. but yeah the just cousins together just to flag it is a little bit um it's a little bit ropey sound wise yeah, just the best. we were recording it on another mic that isn't as good as the one that we have now so you might notice a difference but don't let it put you off it still sounds fine yeah, and just... the content is stellar so yeah you're gonna want to listen so that is coming up very shortly but first mm. Let's talk about um, what have you been watching, what we've been listening to, what have been in your eyes and ears this week. <laughs> so I've been watching a, a few bits this week. Uh, I watched the Michael Jackson documentary, the Leaving Neverland documentary. Have the, you watched it? The Channel 4. The Channel 4. Two-parter. Yes. I haven't watched that, but I have listened to Oprah's um, Super oh, yeah. Soul Sunday podcast where she does a live event with the two... Um, men who have made the accusations yeah. against Michael Jackson and it's with a live audience and all of the audience um are people who um have been victims of sexual assault because it's wow. kind of like um it's meant to be a place where they can discuss all of these things in like uh, I guess a, a safe yeah. a safe place yeah, with, yeah. Um, with people who've been through similar ex- experiences and I imagine they must feel so incredibly like under the microscope and judged and I think it was quite a sensible decision in a way to do that because whilst it's being broadcast to the whole world as is this documentary Mm. at least when they're recording it they feel like they're not being judged in the same way as maybe they would by just Joe Public who who might not really get it there's a lot of forethought there which is nice that's a good that's a good way to do it I think that's sensible 
Um, yes, I watched it. I watched it mainly um, because people were talking about it at my work and I hadn't watched it yet. And I knew I had sort of opinions about it, uh, the sort of general story. Uh, story. But I was like, I should probably actually watch it so I can have these more grounded opinions, having actually seen the content as it were. So I watched that. Um, it was, you know, not an easy watch. And um, it's very long. They're both like an hour and 40 minutes, really? which I think is potentially a bit too long. It did, maybe didn't need to be that long. But uh, yeah, very important documentary. I think people should watch it. And is it kind of like one person trying to find things out or is it presented to you like a film with like a narrator or does it just sort of play out like a film? Uh, How is it? It's kind of... just like um, the two guys who make the accusations and it's sort of like, you know, them in, in chairs and in either space and it's sort of them telling the story throughout time and it goes throughout like the whole process of how they met and there's also their parent, their mothers are in it and stuff okay. as well. And it sort of goes through all of that. Um, and it's just sort of, you know, there's no narration or anything. It's just them speaking or right. the people who are actually involved in the, in the story. Well, that sounds like it's for the best then because then it's less yes. likely to be um, kind of edited um, by third parties. Yeah, all of the story comes from them first, their first hand experiences. So there's no, yeah, third party bias or anything like that. So it's just fully here's a pl- like a platform for them to tell their, their, their stories. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, I've watched that. But apart, apart from that, I I haven't really watched it. <laughs> Me and my housemates, which is my little sister and her boyfriend, um, have been rewatching Lost. Which do you remember the early noughties television program Lost? Are oh, you, mid-noughties, mid-noughties. Are you having some kind of crisis because last <laughs> week it was nine oh two one oh and this week it's Lost? Well, it's not this week. We've been watching it for like the past few months, right? So basically, <laughs> when I was whenever that came, can out, I just ask, are you okay? <laughs> no, but let's leave that. <laughs> they don't need to know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I myself am lost. No. Um, they, um, when it came out, like in 2000, whatever, I was like obsessed with it. Me and my cousins like, were obsessed with it. And we couldn't like get enough of it. I whatever. was obsessed yeah, with it. We loved it yeah. so much. Yeah. And um, it was on Channel 4, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they used to do that thing where they showed the next episode on E4. So yeah. if you like, had E4, yeah. if you had like yeah. that, you could watch it and you'd be yeah. like in the know. And um, when it moved, it moved to like sky or something i think Mm. later on my mate used to record it for me on a vhs and then i used to have a phobia of boats at that time and in the later seasons there's quite a lot of boat yeah and she used to um write on it a timestamp of when the boat bit was coming oh on my God, so i wouldn't have friend. to watch who was this um it's um my friend laura not the one you know someone from from sixth form yeah it was Aww. dead cute really nice and i really appreciated it so it's really really sweet that is like the <laughs> nicest thing i've ever heard yeah it's really nice so. shout out to laura yeah, thank you very much laura um true friend true <laughs> yeah. pal so but we've been re-watching it because I've, I've I've always been interested in like rewatching and seeing what it's actually like now, how it tracks, and also um, Adam, who I live with, has hadn't seen all of it. He'd only seen like half of season one or something. So it's really funny to watch it with somebody who hasn't watched it. Before. I don't think I watched it all to the bitter end. Oh, I did. I was so obsessed. I was like mad about it. I mad think, about Lost. I think like once once they got into like those like underground bunkers and things. Yeah, I just that's got quite bit... that's quite early on. Uh, got a <laughs> but bit it does more... change. It does change yeah. like um rapidly. Yeah, all um, I remember is like the underground bunkers and then the guy who Spoiler looked... alert Adam. Oh yeah. <laughs> the guy who looked a bit like Phil Collins. Oh yeah, John yeah. Locke. Yeah. Thanks. John Locke. <laughs> yes. yes. He's such a... Right. And like basically what I've realized while while rewatching it and like having coming coming to do the podcast and being like gonna talk about what we're watching, blah blah. It is. It has got to be the fucking straightest show in the entire world. There is nothing queer about it. The queerest no. thing is the fucking monster. 
and that's just like some black smoke <laughs> being like a bit like mischievous being a bit other yeah so it is other and obviously there's the others but it is so fucking strange there's no there's as far as i know so far there's been nothing at all non-straight or heterosexual and i can't remember there being anything so i'll keep an eye on it obviously um and uh it's just um a wild ride of being like wow some of these characters are fucking horrendous well you want to get on wattpad and uh <laughs> write some fanfic to queer it up a bit i should yeah i'm sure that i'm sure the fanfic exists in fact actually i know the fanfic exists do but... you <laughs> <laughs> do i but yes that is what i've been watching unfortunately nothing um very exciting and queer but i'm, I'm loving it I'm loads of fun it's so like it's such a wild ride <laughs> what about you have you been watching any telly um, well, I've been continuing to watch um, RuPaul's Drag Race, oh, yeah, um, the newest season. So I need to. Um, uh, my, my whole routine has been thrown off by going to London so early tomorrow because usually on a Saturday morning I like to wake up early and then I have my pre-breakfast, which is a biscuit <laughs> and a cup of tea, and I watch RuPaul's Drag Race in bed. You kick out, and then I go to sleep. Yeah, and then I go to sleep for like an hour and a half more, and then I get up and then I properly start my day. What time do you get up to watch RuPaul? Maybe about half seven. Jeez. And then I might sleep in again till like nine. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Because I just wake up. Yeah. I'm like old right, now. Yeah, you just, so yeah, I just... You, you robotically... And I live... Right, time to get up. I live in the city, so there's like a thousand like cranes and drills and yes. things every of second of yeah. my life. Yeah. Gentrification um, is not your friend. No, it's not. <laughs> but um, it allowed me to get this far. Yeah, but other than that, a bit your friend. it's a pain. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been watching um, RuPaul's Drag Race, and then, now, you're going to judge me so hard for this, I think. Okay, well, that's what I'm here for. Because I judge myself. Oh, oh, I'm very interested. So, if I judge myself, I know that you will also judge me because you basically are me. Oh, okay, yeah, twenties. Uh, yeah, so, right. um, what it is, right? Okay. <sighs> She's put her head down. <laughs> she can't look me in the eye. I've watched two episodes, just two. Oh God. What is it going to be? Oh my God. Okay. I've watched two episodes of Ricky Gervais's Afterlife on <gasps> Netflix. I know. <laughs> I know. Look, look, there are, re- there, are re- there are reasons behind it. There are reasons behind it. I am, I am honestly shocked. It's not even fake shock. I did not expect that. <laughs> so, like, we have right in in inside a goss, we have um, goss. we have um, like a like a Google document for us to sort of dump all our notes in for the podcast. I mean, I know you probably can't tell, but we actually do put a little bit of research into what we're going to talk about. Well, you put something. Um, I don't do as much. <laughs> and I specifically left this off because I couldn't take the judgment any earlier than at this very point. Well, I purposely leave things off because I don't want to... Um, do spoilers. Do spoilers because there's some things where it's good to like do it. But yeah. usually it's something great. Yeah. Not something heinous. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't agree with Ricky Gervais. Although... Right, okay, no. <clears throat> please, please um, come to the stand and give me your <laughs> justification for watching Ricky Gervais's Afterlife on Netflix. Thank you, Your Honour. <laughs> okay, so here's what happened. Okay. I was innocently mm. going um, <laughs> going to Leicester 
yeah. to see my friend and her new baby. Yes, very nice. And um, so far, true. I know this happened. This is all true. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to lie here. I've already. Actually, you've got you've got nothing to stand. I have stand for lying, no. I have. Yeah. I have nothing to lose at this That's, point. Yeah. So I may as well tell the truth. Um, so I went down to see my friend and her baby and her husband and my other my my other friend came with us and um, yes my friend made us lasagna we were all like having a nice time the baby was in its little whatever it's in and um, we were like oh what shall we watch what should we do because we can't really like go out because yeah. there's a baby and stuff and we we're like oh we should watch something and then um, her husband suggested this show okay. And I wanted to be open-minded, so yes. I said, okay, okay, let's do it. Do you know what? That's actually totally fine, because you weren't, you didn't just like, I thought you'd watched it of your complete own accord. No. And I was like, but, can we not? But that's, that's fine. Yes, but I actually don't think it's that bad. Ooh. Well, but- I, I have not watched it, so I can't say. <laughs> But just listen, just listen. I just have um, prior feelings. Oh God, I have so many prior feelings, mm-hmm. which is why I'm I'm sweating yeah, now in a, in a I'm film of too sweat. Nervous. Um, Who is this beside me? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you, you think you know someone, and then you find out they <laughs> watch Ricky Gervais. Gervais's Afterlife on Netflix. <laughs> I know. And look, I'm going to get so much backlash from all of our friends for this. So I'm really putting my head on the block. You really are. I do. We do anything for the party. Eh? Just know that I'm just being very vulnerable, and you all need to be sensitive to that um so anyway i watched it i actually didn't think it was that bad for some reasons okay Mm. so basically a bit of a synopsis it's about this it's about this man who's like a middle-aged man he is um um like a sub-editor at a local newspaper in quite like a sleepy village and that's his character ricky gervais's character shocking and yes and um he is newly widowed his wife his wife um died from cancer and this guy is literally revolting he's like horrible to everyone he's really moody and he's just basically like out there being like i have nothing to lose because i literally want to die right right. he's like this suicidal man with all of all of these problems but he's literally like horrible to everyone and it's like this sort of dark comedy and then it's interspliced with like um, flashbacks of when he and his wife were still together and he was like a nice man still. Okay. Yeah, so the one who plays his wife is um, the one who's in quite a lot of his stuff, Kerry Godleman. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I don't know what else she has been in. Um, yeah, just some bits, some other things that he's done, but I actually haven't watched anything else that he's done other than like accidentally stumbling on his stand-up and then turning it off. <laughs> but most of the time, I don't think that he's funny at all because number one, his jokes are just really like basic yeah and also just needlessly offensive and not that not funny as well yeah um but what i like is that it shows the dark comedy that you can find around grief sometimes and um that sort of light and shade but so i was sort of warming to it but the thing that i don't get about ricky gervais is why is he so hell-bent on being so fat phobic. Oh, he is. It's really weird. Is there, that, is there some of that in it? Mm. Oh, is there some? There's he, so he's, much. He's mad for that. But why? I don't know. It's, I can't say. It's so bizarre because he, he, he loves it. He loves it. And it, and it's, it's almost like, 
every third sen- sentence is about that. Oh, no. It's really, really... No, that that's... It's not really every third sentence, <laughs> but it, it's so much that I was just like... Really not not only is this... Yeah. Not only is this, like, offensive, but it's just not funny because I'm so bored of it. Right, yeah. It's just, like, relentless. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is the thing that, that actually spoils it for, for me. Okay, like, I yeah. think that I could have maybe watched it and yeah. have found quite a lot of, like funny moments and good bits to kind of extract from it but it just that that sort of runs the whole way through it's just so pervasive and it's just like why Ooh, just no. yeah, it, 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 like it doesn't need it no um i mean we don't need it anywhere Nothing but needs it, we but... don't need it anywhere but like it was just really really bizarre how much there is and i think like it just must be some kind of issue there's something going on there where it's just really strange so that was like um a big letdown but something that i just noticed um in the first five minutes and it just carried on unfortunately so i did give that a go i don't think that i'll finish it but i did find some good bits in it fair enough fair Um, enough enough. so that's my balanced review of um afterlife well the two episodes of afterlife that i watched i also finished diet land finally i think there ended up being like 10 episodes in the end so i i know i said the previous week that i was nearly finished but i actually wasn't okay yeah um took a bit of a weird turn because the second half of it went into like it was less about her own um sense of self and body image and then it goes into like it goes into sort of terrorism and so they form this like terrorist collective all of these women who have been wronged by patriarchal society and they're called jennifer right and um so they they form and they like kill people and do all these like horrendous things and it just kind of like a bit comes from no doesn't come from nowhere but it almost feels like two shows okay um so it didn't turn yeah so but you're sort of left at the end with more questions than you have answers which is a bit annoying but what i am really really looking forward to tv wise is shrill have you seen much about that That looks so good i I have seen i have read about that and seen a trailer for it it does look really good it looks really good so it's um an adaptation of lindy west's book of the same name and the uh, main character in it who plays annie is um ad bryant off of snl um and it also has um, Lolly Adafope in it oh, as yeah. well, the, mm-hmm. the comedian. So I'm really looking forward to that. I think it's out on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And do we get Hulu here? I, I don't think so. I've been trying to work out you how... You have to like wait for it to be picked up by something UK-wise, I think. I don't think we can get Hulu. Maybe we can. Mm. We'll have to look into that because I definitely want to watch it. So yeah, we can look at that. She was also on Mark Maron's... Um, podcast oh, okay um talking about it and it was like a really nice conversation as far i just fall more in love with mark maron every week mm, I think you do. and he um just celebrated actually like gave me a lot of inspiration because he just celebrated his 1000th episode wow. so i listened to that and it's literally like three hours long wow and it's like he, him and the producer who like oh, yeah. they started together and about how they came up in radio and all the different stumbling blocks and if you are a real sort of podcast fan and maybe yeah. you have your own podcast or you listen to loads and you're really interested in kind of like the journey of getting into a podcast and the behind the scenes bits of it because I know for us like when we first started making ours we didn't realize how much of a dark art it is to yeah. actually create a podcast because there are so many like weird things that you don't think of that just slowly reveal themselves to you through like the process Definitely. so it really goes in quite deep about all of, all of that stuff so if you're a podcast geek i suppose it's an interesting episode yeah, to listen I'm to. Listen to that definitely 
Um, what do you think we'll do for our thousandth episode? <laughs> Have a nap. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I mean, I can't imagine how many years. A bit of mental maths. I can't. Um, I can't. I can't. Oh no, you can't. <laughs> Math sucks. Math sucks. <laughs> okay, so fifty-two weeks in a year. Correct. So call it call it fifty. Call it fifty. So say a hundred episodes every two years. Yeah. So what's that? <laughs> <laughs> 20 years 20 years is that right, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know I don't fucking know right, right get the cow cow there we go yeah, yeah it's yeah. 20 years 20 years <laughs> yeah so we need to just a mere 20 be- more years be 48 <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'll be 49 shit staring down the barrel of 50 i know we i was gonna say we outed our ages but i already did that didn't you I? already did yours i hadn't done mine but a yeah. big surprise <laughs> <laughs> i happen to be a similar age to you um okay right yeah listen to that um <laughs> so obviously you know that i've been listening to mark Marin's marathon um a thousandth podcast episode but what have you been listening to this week what is your track of the week well, my track of the week is... <laughs> I don't know why it's such a <laughs> weird announcement. Well. Well, here we are again. It's like you're like Tony Hadley and it's <laughs> like you're doing the, the top ten. <laughs> it's and only. coming up. <laughs> and coming up. This is my track of the week. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> this week, um, uh, my track of the week is um, the new single by Soak. Um, yeah, yeah uh, called Deja Vu, which is really, really, really good. And um, I've always liked Soak from when I sort of first listened to them, like, I don't know, three years ago, three or so years ago, when she first started, like, put her first album out. Um, went to see her. You came, actually. You came on a whim. You came to that gig. Do Wait, you remember? what did I do? You came to the Soak gig with me and Sean, like, on a whim. Did I? Yeah. You did. Doesn't sound like something no, I did. No, you did, because we were like, come to this, and you did. Um, Where was it? Uh, gorilla. I, do you know what I hate? I hate it when people like tell me about what I've done and I don't it. remember. It like sends me under. Mm, yeah, no, no, no. That, it's horrible and like freak, freak, like freaky, freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. Yeah. Yeah. How did I not know that? Well, I, all I will say is you were not in the best um, time of your life, prime of your life, and we took you to be like you need to do some things. Oh, okay. So, like, you probably just weren't really engaging with it. No, I don't, I don't remember it at all. Was it at the uni? No, it was at Gorilla. Oh. <laughs> just said that. Oh, okay. I no, have yeah, no... Yeah, yeah. Me- well, she was very good, because she is very sure. Oh, well, well a, done, a, so a, you were great. A, a lovely voice. Um, and Because I do like Soak, and yeah, I would do, like yeah. to see them. And you have. <laughs> yeah, apparently yes, so, apparently so. Um, but yeah, so her new album is coming out soon, and her new single, Deja Vu, came out uh, within the last week, and it's really good, like, um, I just really like it, it sounds quite, like, sort of choral, it's, like, really fun and, like, fun to sort of sing along to. And I'm going to see her um, again in May um, with my dad. Oh my <laughs> god, cool. Got, I got it for my dad for um, his... Uh, birthday present because um he since moving back to the uk because he's been out of the uk for quite a while he's like really got into listening to six music obviously because he's such a six music dad yeah. or as we like to call them steve musics <laughs> <laughs> and um he was like he said to me i went around christmas time i went home or something no a bit before that and he said he was like oh have you um 
have you heard of um, Soak? I think you'll really like them. They're called, they're called Soak. And I was like, yeah, I know Soak. I've seen Soak. And yeah, she's great. And he was like, oh, I just really, really love her voice and everything. So then I got him a ticket. We're going all together. And it'll be like dead Aww. cute. Um, but yeah, Deja Vu, really good track. And um, check out Soak if you like some really beautiful, nice Northern Irish voices. Lovely. Yeah. Um, what is your track of the week? Well, my track of the week this week comes from um, a pop group called... <laughs> pop group? Westlife <laughs> called A1. <laughs> no. well, one week it probably will be, so yeah, yeah. probably. Um, no, my track of the week this week comes from um, a pop duo called Let's Eat Grandma. Oh my god, I love Let's Eat Grandma. Yeah, um, and it's Hot Pink. Yes, that's a great track. Yeah, so good. And um, I really like they describe themselves as experimental sludge pop, and I can <laughs> agree with it. Yeah, that's so good. Yes, Let's Eat Grandma are great. Really good sound. Um, I first came across them because of their track Donnie Darko, which is at the end of their album. And it's like 11 minutes long. Mm. And it just goes through such a journey. And it's just fucking great. Like, I think you really like it. You have to listen to that as well. Okay. Um, but yeah, Hot Pink, absolute tune. Yeah, really good like choice. them. Yeah. So we'll add both of those tracks to the Spotify playlist. That is burgeoning and brimming oh, with tracks at the moment. It's actually really good. It's got a great, like little um mix in there already so yeah it's um get listening to on spotify it's called queer longing tracks of the week yeah if we you can want to search it and we'll link it we can share that um in the show notes but now without further ado the chat that we promised you earlier on in the episode it's our discussion with our very good friend and absolute hun of life <laughs> sophie enjoy Today we have a special guest with us, don't we, Olivia? We do, such yeah. a special guest. <laughs> One, Sophie, who's joining us today. Hi, Sophie. Hi. Did you tell them about how you didn't like me at first? <laughs> we well, we talked about that night, didn't we? When we went to that um, yeah. to that night out, and the then event. and then Sophie was there, and then that was actually the first time that we met, wasn't it? Yeah, I was very excited to meet another lesbian because yeah. they're few and far between. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, did you what, what? Did you know she yeah. was a lesbian then? Had I said this to you, or had, had I been? I, had I? Because how did I know? Yeah, had I been talked? I mean, I was. I pretty, mean, she had that haircut, which we did talk about last yeah, time. Yeah, the haircut really just opened up a lot of doors for me. Um, in my in my late teens, I feel like an undercut for a, a queer person is a real gateway. You know, yeah, <laughs> gateway. gateway <laughs> I mean, at that time, more, more, more so even yeah. um, ten yeah. years ago. Yeah, because now they're quite prolific. Like. I feel like you did know because you were acting in a way. Because which... I kept telling you I had a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think I. I mean, you did, did tell everyone that. Yeah. So other than <laughs> just in case, girlfriend. Yeah. Other, than, <laughs> other than your girlfriend, did you know any other gay people at that time? Um. Oh, that's a good question. I don't think I did. You know, because I remember I had this fantasy about coming to university. <laughs> And, you know, obviously I was in a monogamous relationship, or so I thought. Um, so <laughs> Throw the shade. Um, and so I was like, well, I can't sleep with lots of women, but I, what I can do is be friends with lots of nice queer women. And so that was what I wanted to do. I wanted to yeah. go and like, meet all these amazing, intellectually stimulating, yeah. like, gay people. Your fantasy um, was joining the, like, LGBT community, but then you, yeah, like, the society, and then found out it was just that broom cupboard. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was disappointing. I had a separate yeah, experience yeah. where I found that out too. Yeah, and also like the woman from the socialist, what are they called? Socialist Workers Party. Oh yeah, it was yeah. like really just extra, and I was like, oh, I'm not sure about this crossover. Um, so uh, swerved it. Yeah, swerved, and luckily I <laughs> crashed straight into the, um, you know, 
the arms of Olivia Taylor. It was a great time. Uh, apart from she didn't like me at first. And also, I mean, did we talk about how, like, I met you? But, well, no. But we didn't know that, you know, yeah. you, you were coming to the party. Yeah. Yeah. So. We, did, well, yeah. we, did, we did talk about that a little bit last night. Right. So um, yeah. we, we kind of said that we had this friendship, which was quite a, you know, a queer friendship. But then we didn't necessarily know that Lucy was so in the queer friendship no but she we thought she was just a really good ally yeah yeah <laughs> we just like loved going to but the like, but like we well we knew we knew but we didn't know yeah you know guys it's fine no one knew yeah. <laughs> but you two you two were housemates yeah so we, we lived together in uh in our first year halls yeah um yeah which was such a blessing because yeah, honestly without that friendship I'd been like a, going to so many school discos and like probably just had to assimilate you know yeah. into this super 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 hetero fucking Do you remember that like, time they did your experience. makeup? Yeah, and I looked like I owned a brothel. Yes. Which is fine if you own a brothel, but like it wasn't a good look for me. Um, yeah. So what we wanted to um, get you on the podcast for this week was we were talking a lot about um, careers, our careers, our friends' careers, and what it is like doing different jobs as a queer person. And you have quite an interesting job for that. So can you give people a bit of a flavour of what you're doing now and what you've been doing for the past couple of years? Yeah, sure. So in 2014, I realised um, another fantasy of mine because I wanted a job with a sexy uniform um, and I applied to join the army, not knowing anything about the army aside from like, you know, um, all these ideas that came from popular culture, uh, not, not, not any research or anything. Um, so off I went and was like, I'd like to join the army. And they said, well, you've got a degree. Perhaps you should go down the officer route. Um, I didn't really know what that meant, but I thought, yeah, fine. That sounds good. Um, and off I went and that sort of opened the can of worms. And here I am nearly five years later, um, still within the military. Um, yeah, and that's, that's what I do at the moment. At the moment, I work in, um, I deliver basic training for recruits when they join the army which is a very satisfying job because you see all this personal growth with people. And what I personally find great is that um, you get to deliver all these lessons on, you know, the values and standards of the British Army and setting the tone for the sort of, hopefully, the respect that those young people will have and carry through their careers. Mm. I would do anything that you said, I think. That is the intent, yeah. 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 But, but I'm like the nice one, so the good thing good about... Cop. Yeah, yeah, so uh, have a really good relationship with my troop sergeant who is you know I deploy him when necessary to do the shouting stuff right, yeah. and then I'm there going either disappointed dad type stuff mm. or or you know just like encouraging like you mm. know yeah I would definitely want to be like the teacher's pet in that scenario but it's really sad because it involves so much exercise <laughs> so I'd probably be really disappointing <laughs> to you um but you know try my best in other areas um it's not it's not all about the physical aspect um yeah. If, if it's swimming, as we know, I would be fine. Oh, yeah. You'd be oh, absolutely. Smashing it. Yeah. I'm a great swimmer. Yeah. Like I'm off to a flame. <laughs> yeah. Just living your best life in, in the water. Um, what is interesting, though, so I've had uh, a couple of different troops of recruits go through, and I had one that was all women, and I had one that was all male, and at the moment, there's a mixed one. They've started mm, to integrate the training. Okay. And is that a new um, thing that's never happened before, or? It's a new thing in this particular training establishment. Um, and... I mean, people get the knickers in a, a twist about it because they're they're really worried about um, you know fraternisation or uh, you know because two women like and two men can't have sex. Well, but this well is they it, can't possibly so. not have sex. <laughs> 
Well, this was okay. when, when I had all the girls before. There were like seven lesbians out of twenty-five people, and like good that I knew of. Good yeah, stats. Solid good stats. stats. Solid yeah. stats. Yeah. I feel like it might have risen, you know, like throughout the course as well. But anyway, you're an influencer. God knows what they were doing. Like, I mean, mm. I advocate and encourage that as long as you know you can <laughs> be professionally effective at the same time. But um, yeah, so this is it. It's it's all just weird. It's like. <sighs> You know, like how there's gay panic. It's like, like the opposite of that. They're just right. like straight panicking about yeah P and B sex. Yeah, they couldn't yeah. possibly. But is that is so? Is that frowned upon if if they were to be found to be like having sexual relations? Yeah, because you know you're you're in a training establishment. You're there to do uh, to learn how to do your trade. Yeah, and your job. You're not there to. It's not like yeah, be, it's just, be distracted. Or... Yeah. How old are they? Like uh, in anything general, they from any... seventeen upwards. Till like okay. Five or something. Just to backtrack completely, I'm Project. doing a really bad job continuity wise. But we wanted to awesome. we wanted to speak about you um, being a queer person in this field. So if you don't mind, how do you identify? Obviously, I think we know, but oh, yeah. for the the people the at home, viewers at home, I identify as a gay woman, um, and I think generally that's quite obvious to people around me. I present in. Uh, masculine of centre way. Uh, I'll probably self-describe as a soft butch. Um, She's hot. Look her up on Instagram. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you for saying. <laughs> Get your handle out there. <laughs> yeah. And so I think it's it's pretty apparent to most people who meet me that I am gay. Although having said that, the obliviousness of like straight men is incredible. You are yeah. a straight man magnet. Yeah. yeah I, you, I, you I get, get a lot of attention from lot, straight like, men, don't yeah. you? A bit older men absolutely love you. Like catnip. Yeah, like catnip. To, to yeah. I was going to remember. I was going to say what was yeah. his name. I mean, obviously. Peter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you are a delight, but why do you think, other than your delightfulness, why do you think that 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 type of person tends to go for you and not realise that you're queer? I think people who, uh, you know, always lived in this sort of narrow um, definition of, uh, you know, people whose parameters are not particularly wide because they are heterosexual, they're, you know, just sort of see themselves as the default. They never Mm. had to think about anything because life is kind of set up for their... Um, identity. Yeah. They they just don't even think about the existence of gay people. They're just like, oh, a woman. Um, you know, it's it's. I'm totally entitled to crack onto her. Um, you know, and, and the thought that I might not be interested is sort of oblivious. They're just oblivious to that. Right, right. Um, it's I, just that you're a because f- you, you are dead friendly and super nice. You will chat to all these men, especially like when obviously used to work in a pub and that was very like you know, and it was like as you know with air quotes an old man pub yeah, like so there were a lot of. Pub. Um, yeah, great pub. But there are lots of people who would chat to you and you were a really good barmaid, so you were like really good at chatting to people, blah, blah, blah. And then maybe they're just from that, they think, oh, she's so friendly and she's a woman and obviously that means I can crack on. Yeah, and then I must yeah. invite her out for dinner and she'll yeah. say yes. And I must and hold then... her hand across the road. Yeah, that was very bizarre. Or treat her to yeah. a jacket potato at my gentleman's club. <laughs> <laughs> you could do a whole series on <laughs> yeah, all the like faux dates I've been on with all, all the men. weird dates. Yeah. <laughs> so all the men who fall in love with you. To all the men you've loved before. <laughs> So taking it back then to when, to before you um, started this endeavour, this career endeavour, did you think about how you would um, maybe come out in this new setting or what that that might be like or how you would navigate it or did you just kind of suck it and see what was, was there there a process (laughs) to that? There was no (laughs) suffering. I, well, 
I misguidedly thought there'd be loads and loads of lesbians. I don't think that's that. misguided. I would have thought that too. Yeah, misguided.com. Yeah. I don't think I would have thought that. So I think had I joined the army as a soldier, mm. I would have had a lot more um, gay women around me. That right. seems to be the... Um, that's where they are. Yeah, that just that's that's just from my anecdotal evidence, that seems to be the um, the general trend, is that there's a lot of gay soldiers, but in the officer corps, less so. Okay. So, yeah, I, I went to Sandhurst and did the officer training for a year, and um, I was, I believed I was the only queer person in my tri- platoon. Yeah. Subsequently, we've just discovered that was not the case. Mm. Um, Sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Some stories to tell. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I was quite disappointed. I thought I had loads of, like, I'd have, like, loads of gay army friends as well as great gay civilian friends. Um, but, sadly, that was not the case until... I came out of Sandhurst, went into the field army, and joined the football team, where, wow. as ever, tick, tick. Yeah, all the queers were, so that was a great time. Yeah, that Venn diagram's yeah. got a beautiful yeah. crossing. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty large. It's large. And there's usually, like, a token straight person. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. You have to be inclusive. Yeah. But how did I... Again, like, I think, because I think I flagged quite obviously as a queer person, so mm. I never felt like I had to come out, per se, I was just being there, being gay, and when people were asking me about my personal life, it's like, oh yes, well I have a girlfriend, blah blah blah. Yeah. You know, and so it just sort of happened very naturally. I've personally never come across any homophobia directed towards me in my career, um, but that's not to say that it doesn't exist. Um, and I think I have a much easier time as a gay woman than uh, some of the gay men I know okay. here yeah. in the forces. Um, I should say, from a policy point of view. The army is very progressive, uh, it's very forward-thinking, it's, you know, um, any sort of discrimination uh, against people um, based on any of the protected characteristics is absolutely verboten, it's not okay. Yeah. So, you know, um, on paper, we're really good, on yeah, policy, we're great, but translating that down to the actions of an individual is always difficult to do in an organisation. Yeah, I think that's the same in, in every organisation, yeah. though, because, like, yeah, the protected characteristics are a thing, and that's, like, a massive, you know nationwide thing that you have to like say you're uh, you know adhering to or whatever but then you can't help but have individuals who are dicks mm, racist homophobic yeah. etc yeah. like they just exist so. and, and although although you haven't experienced head-on homophobia in your time in the army have you ever found yourself in a situation where you had to deliver some gorgeous jvn style teachable moments oh all the time um funnily enough i've been tasked to write some so I've been tasked to create a toolkit for military leaders to use in order to like encourage conversations and learning when it comes to diversity and inclusion. Oh, cool. So I was doing some work on that in, in like an open plan office the other day. I was typing away and behind me, behind these screens, I heard yeah. people having a laugh about, um, oh, me too, isn't it so funny? Like people are overreacting. And they were talking about this Perfect. idea where um, apparently someone had been complaining that Snow White hadn't given her consent to be kissed, and therefore, the yeah. And then this this was all like met with raucous laughter, like, ha right. the idea of consent is so ridiculous. Um, Imagine, yeah, I know. And so, anyway, I just popped up from behind the screen, like, I'm really interested in what you're talking about. And the, you know, the people laughing about this were a mixture of ages, ranks, genders, um, and I was like, oh. Uh, yeah, I'd really like to know why you think this is funny. Mm. Um, you know, I think if I woke up and some bloke was kissing me, I'd be pretty fucking devastated, uh, wouldn't you? And they're like, oh, it depends how attractive he is. It's like, oh, well, God. Not really. Oh. Not really my cup of tea anyway, but, yeah. you know. And some people just 
bombast. They all just they left. Interestingly, all the women left. Mm. They couldn't. They want to have this conversation. But some other blokes stayed, and we talked out. And you know, by the end, they were like, "Actually, I can see. I can see why people are saying that. Maybe it's an extreme example." And I was like, oh, "Hallelujah! Oh, well done." So yeah, like you know. But I think again that you would have those conversations in any workplace. Um, yes. Yeah. You know, there are just idiots out there who you know can't see the sort of wood for the trees when it comes to you know I'm fortunate I'm in a relatively senior position at work but I I know people who are um less empowered than me who have you know had to go back in the closet because they feel like they their chain of command won't isn't as open-minded as maybe other ones they've had in the past or you know they don't feel like they'd be supported to um you know, to, to call people out. Are these people that you've, like, trained with that you're on a level with? No, no, of? so these are people who are different, like, uh, much lower down the pecking order okay. than me, uh, you know. They, they feel maybe they can't assert themselves in the same way. Yeah, because, if, you know, it's a very rank, um, you know, hierarchy is very important in, in my organisation, yeah. and if someone tells you to do something and they've got, you know, uh, more rank than you, then, you know, we're all ingrained, it's ingrained in us to just do that thing yeah. without thinking about it or, you know, yeah. or, or questioning. Yeah. You need to be able to just do things yeah, as and when you need to. And the army is like yeah. a prime example of where that is, how it is in the workplace. You you yeah. wouldn't get that in the same way in other corporations. No. And sometimes it's really good. It makes us effective in a high stress, you know, environment that we train for. But then when you're just trying to like live your life, it can be problematic. Um, and it's hard to empower people to ask questions and to call their seniors out because institutionally we're just like very that's an anathema to us right so yeah it's, it's quite a challenge so do you feel like in these situations with the snow white thing and various other things that have cropped up while you've been working do you feel like you have managed to change people's minds or is it that just they've been learning how to be a bit of um, a social or political chameleon around you um, I, I do worry it's the latter to be honest because I think you're right people are lazy and they just fall at their minds fall into these certain patterns yeah. and you know everyone wants to be liked don't they and if the sort of uh, consensus is oh well for example me too has gone too far I can't even talk to a woman anymore then you know the, the internalised misogyny that a lot of the women in society have it makes them like haha yeah you're right so ridiculous you know yeah and, and I, I worry that that's more powerful than people you know being asked to do the right thing or and I honestly think a lot of people don't think about it that much unless they're directly affected by something or they have some direct experience um, and they can relate it to themselves I don't think people can uh, I don't think people choose to inconvenience themselves by thinking long and hard about this yeah. kind of stuff. It's not nice to think about. Yeah. You know? It's inconvenient for them to change the habit yeah. of, of a lifetime. Yeah, 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 and it will make them feel like shit because they'll have to think about the fact that they've been doing that yeah. for so long. And, these and are... they've probably done it, they've offended people along the way, and then they have to think, oh no, I, I swear I'm not an offensive yeah. I thought I wasn't an offensive person. And these are the people who would, who would cry over, you know, atrocities against gay people, and have probably a lot of gay friends, and see themselves as a liberal um, person, so I think that if you address some of those things which which probably seem really minuscule to them in in the grand scheme of things i think maybe it opens up a can of worms that a lot of people just don't want to open yeah yeah because yeah. i think you know we probably all could admit in this uh you know uh setting that 
God, like I've definitely used some problematic language in the past. Definitely, and, yeah, you know, same, yeah. And like that, it, sometimes I think back and I'm like, oh my God, that's the worst. Yeah. But you know, you just have to just accept that and then be like, actively move forward to never yeah, do that exactly. again. Yeah, yeah. Um, And everything changes all of the time and the goalposts uh, yeah. change and you learn more and you read more and you meet more people but you've got to kind of be working towards that and like mm. you say, you have to be making the effort outside of your own experience to, mm. to do that. It's It's... For sure. A constant work in progress. Yeah. So I can tell you a a case study, a recent case study from my my own experience. Um, I was on Instagram. Like, you know, I feel feel like I learn a lot from Instagram, right? Absolutely. On the ground. Grinding on the ground. Yeah. And um, I saw uh, one of the sort of feminist accounts I was following saying, you know, uh, it was a meme basically saying white people need to get back in their lane and not use non-white emojis. And I was like, oh, okay. Never thought about that before. And I've been like, you know, trying to use like a... (laughs) It's just such an embarrassing white person thing to say. Yeah. I was trying to use like a representative palette of like different well, skin last, tones. Last year, uh, last, yeah. last night I used this one, so tonight I'll use this one. Or like, yeah, like, you know, I just have like the thumbs up would be, you know, one skin tone and then the peace sign would be another and like, you're just oh, sort okay. of arbitrary, right, but I was just right. like, you know, trying to just keep it varied. Yeah. You're actively yeah. varying it. Yeah, yeah. Which, which like, is really embarrassing in retrospect, yeah. but I was like, yeah, I'm just trying to be multicultural. Like, yeah. like there's prospectuses you get for universities where they've like <laughs> just got like handpicked a person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, I I, I I spoke to my mate, um, and I was like, is this is this bad? Yeah. And she was like, well, are you helping anyone by doing that? Are you making any positive changes by doing that, or are you doing it to make yourself feel good? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh shit, you are so right. Yeah. And therefore. And so the moral of the story is now I just use the yellow. Well, I, yeah, yeah. I always just as soon as they introduced all of them, yeah. I just use the I just use the yellow ones because yeah. it's the de- it's the the one the, you know the default one the the emoji yeah. color or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's no yeah active. I'm doing this or that. So, yeah. No, yeah. there's no particular, not that there would necessarily be anyway, but there's no in, intention or no. kind of subtext to just the default. Yes. Um, yeah. Emoji either either way. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Bearing my soul here for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. But we all learn, you know? We all yeah, well, exactly. Like, yeah. Evolve. Yeah. And you're right, like the goalposts change, but that's no excuse to, there's, like, there's no excuse to be like, Oh well, I I I made my decisions now. I'm settled in this way. Therefore, I'm not going to change. No, you have to keep exactly you having the flexibility to. of mind. Otherwise, you have to keep evolving. You end up as a Tory. Yeah, and yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, no, you got to you got to yeah. keep learning, keep on pushing it through. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and I think it's the 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 difference in people is yeah the people who can be bothered to try and keep learning, or and the people who don't give a shit. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do we have anything else that we want to say before we wrap up? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> very Shania today, isn't that? You actually? are very Shania. Yeah. yeah. Looking very, very Shania, Shania today. today. <laughs> in fact, take a picture of me, I'm going to put that on Instagram. Yeah. I've got a caption already. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I think that about wraps it up. So, Sophie, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. So that was our chat with Sophie all about her life as a lovely, lovely queer lady in the army and just as a general queer person. Um, we hope you enjoyed it and liked listening to some other voices and hear what they have to say. Yep, if you want to know more about Sophie and see some of her cool hiking pics and her being an outdoor hun, you can follow hiking dike. Um, you can follow her on Sims. 90 and we'll link that in the show notes as well i'm sure she would love a few adoring fans oh yeah she likes a follower or two (laughs) um so i guess that that brings us on to uh another very important topic 
that we must discuss with you every week. Olivia, it's time for... I don't agree with it. So, Olivia, what do you not agree with this week? So, this week, I've not agreed with so many things. <gasps> and I've really struggled to just Great. distill it. Mm. Um, but I'm going to go with one. Well, yeah. And um, the thing that I... I've always known that I don't agree with, but I've only just been able to verbalise now, years later, from when I've always known that I haven't agreed with it, is that I don't agree with end of the night songs. Oh, like at, at, at like a club night or whatever. As a genre. <laughs> what you mean? You don't you don't want to hear "Don't Stop Believing." You don't want to hear Mr. Brightside. You don't want to hear. <laughs> All of those songs, and yes, you've got it exactly right. They are the songs in question. Yeah, absolutely make my blood run cold. I am, as we said before, we are twins, and I too hate. Why? Why is that moment of the night so awful? (sighs) And why does everyone else seem to enjoy it so very much? (laughs) Why can't everyone be normal like us? I don't know. I don't know. And the absolute worst one, Mm. the worst Mm. one that there is, Mm. because. It elicits this just almost feral reaction, usually from like late teens, early twenties men, Ooh. and it has to be Queens. Don't stop me now. Oh, that is yeah, that is the classic end of end of Auntie Lindsay's because, party. Because no, I am not having a good time. Having a good time. And by the way, my auntie is actually called oh, Lindsay. She, she is. So... Sorry, I did not mean that about your actual auntie yeah. Lindsay. <laughs> Um, for, that must have come from somewhere in my mind, though, yeah. because I know your auntie's called yeah. Lindsay. Not you, Auntie Not Lindsay. You. Um, auntie Janet. Don't stop me now. Well, stop me because I'm leaving. <laughs> I hate it so much. No, I, don't don't stop me from leaving. I don't. I don't <laughs> want to see like you know Darren from Sheffield Hallam running around the student union to. You know, having a good time, having a good time. I'm a superstar flying through the sky. No, you're not, Darren. No, you're not, Darren. You've got a lecture at go nine. Home, go home. Sociology work. Right, yeah, no, I agree. I hate... Don't stop me now. I hate, I hate yeah. end of night songs. I also hate... Um, and they're not always end of night, but those same sort of yeah, songs. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's so, a genre. It so can like, be on yeah, at any it's a time. Genre. So like, Mr. Brightside, I fucking hate Mr. Yeah. Brightside. And for me, one of the ones that I absolutely do not agree with, and I fucking hate so much, mm. is Sex on Fire. Oh, that's I awful. I hate that song yeah, so much. And like, what does it even mean? I literally like, leave the area if that song ever comes on. Mm. I, I like, protest will not do anything to it. I won't even like, breathe. I do have to say though, there is one song that is in that genre Ooh. that is an exception to the rule for me. Ooh. Okay, what is it? And it could be argued that it is the most end of night song of all end of night songs. Be? It is Closing Time by Semisonic. What's that? Are you joking? I think I've, I must be joking. I, it rings a bell, but I can't, I can't think of it in my head. What is it? Sing it, go on. Go okay. On. Give us a little dick. Closing time. <laughs> Time to that one. Oh, I don't know that so much. And the chorus is want to take you home. Oh shit! Yeah, 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 yeah. And I actually like that one. Okay, well that's fine. At least you can have a tiny, you can have a tiny bit of agreeing with what you don't agree with. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's the exception that proves the rule. Yes, and and it allows you some space to sometimes not always have the worst time ever. Yeah, place where they're doing a closing out song. That is like a really big end of the night song, but definitely throughout my uni experience where my hatred of this was very acute, that was never one of them. Right, yeah. So um, I think it's fine. And I just absolutely 
don't agree with it and i'm really glad that you don't agree with it too yeah well that's nice isn't it to find yeah. common ground let's see if um i'll feel the same as you about yours okay um my i don't agree with it came up actually just this evening when me and you were discussing the fact that we're going to be out tomorrow night in soho and i told you how one of the times i went out in soho when i was a lot younger with my cousin because uh, we were just like wandering around trying to find somewhere to have fucking chips and there was nowhere open because you can't like get any like junk food at that you, time you can't or whatever. get chips in apart london from, yeah apart from at like we ended up going to mcdonald's right and you quite rightly said yeah the only place that's open like dead late in london is subway yeah and i went fuck yes and i was like do you know what i do not agree with subway and i'll tell you for why i hate the bread in the subway. bread is horrible it's disgusting it's just sugar it's like mm. pure sugar sugary sponge it's so gross and i hate the smell of subway mm. and like they pump it out to try and like entice you and it Ugh. obviously fucking works but yeah. like i fucking hate it and i just don't agree with it and i don't have to really go into it much further than that but i also f- i'm a bit worried now actually because i feel like i'm turning sounding like a picky eater because last week was jack of potatoes this week subway Which but to, i'm actually completely no, not to be fair you're i don't think of you as a picky eater because like, i'm not you can usually eat anything yeah that's yeah so i'm not picky eater just so you all know but i will not abide a subway although when i used to live live when i used to work (laughs) close to a subway i would sometimes get a subway salad which i thought was all right so it's not subway altogether but it's just the bread essentially i don't agree with it you don't need that much sugar and the thing is you know the bread is quite a big part of subway really i've heard as as much yeah so that's what i don't agree with this week so as usual, from something that we absolutely don't agree with to something that we completely do, it's time for Celine Watch. Right, so Olivia, you've done the time, the crime of Celine Watch. What's going on? Tell me. Well, it is pretty quiet with Celine because she mm. is just started her break. So she's been doing a Vegas show yeah. and then she's having a break and then she's coming back in ah, okay. April, May, I think, okay. um, sort of time and resuming her residency mm-hmm. after that. So she, I guess she's just chilling for now, but she did post um, a really nice video on her social media. Obviously, I'd already seen it because it's one from the archives. And um, she was pointing out that it had been 20 years since her appearance on Sesame Street. Oh. Oh yeah. Which is cute. So um, you can go back and watch that. It's called Happy to Meet You, where she sings a really cute, wholesome song with Harry Monster off of Sesame Street. So go back and see it. Yeah. And before we sign off, what is got to be an absolute mammoth episode of Queer Longing? It's a big one. What is your goal for next week, Lucy? (laughs) It's a foot long. my goal for next week it it links back to my longing for because it is literally going to be my whole week next week is to get this uh, bloody kitchen done so my goal is to really get working on the kitchen and just make some good progress in in the diy field so that's my goal can you post a before and after on our instagram oh absolutely definitely i'm gonna be doing like i'm gonna like live stream it through instagram stories periscope yeah (laughs) yeah set up set up my uh uh set up my gopro yeah and uh, just you can all just watch me doing a really shit job probably log into foursquare <laughs> at your new kitchen <laughs> my new kitchen yeah what about you what's your goal um my goal is actually to watch the new um film that's just come out called girl oh yeah which is that um film about the trans young teenage girl who wants to become a professional ballerina yes. and um the sort of struggles that she has throughout that process and mm-hmm. um, so i've seen the trailer for it i think you have yes, seen it I as have. well it looks very good yeah the only thing about it is that the person who plays the main character 
is um, cisgender. Yes. So there's been like a bit of backlash on that. Yeah. What do you think? I, I do think that there is, a, you know, a lot to be said about that. And like, I, I don't think that it's, I don't think that it's difficult to try and make the effort to actually cast trans actors. So maybe do that. That's what I think, basically. I'm not trying to take detract from this guy's performance or anything like that because he's probably great. But like, um, I think that it's not difficult. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, it's 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 a difficult thing to um, comment on as um, a cis a cisgender person because yes. I sort of think, well, we'll get get the opinions of trans people and yeah. what what they want to be seeing. But then uh, I suppose like if I had to have an opinion on it, it would be that I think like it's not that hard to cast um, trans actors to play trans roles. But then there is also the argument that like, well, can't we just all play any roles and, and should it matter? But I kind of think maybe that is like something that is post the time yeah, that, that we're in now that is the future yeah that's the that's, future that we want yes but unfortunately yeah at, at the moment we need to be making the proactive decisions to create that future that's exactly yeah. that's exactly it so like without this part where yeah. the where those decisions are being made then we can't have that that exactly. that future yeah so yeah that's kind of my opinion but it does that being said it does look like a good film and it's been received very well at um is it it's been at um at Cannes, I think. and yeah and sundance yeah um so yeah it's been received really well it's on independent cinemas now so you can go and see that if you fancy it we will link the trail yeah. in the show notes too Definitely. yeah that's a good goal hopefully we'll get to the cinema and then we can talk about that i know i want to get the real deal and get that nice pizza and wine at oh, home yes please and before we go, um, we just wanted to say that we have been sliding into some DMs this week and we do have another extra special guest coming up, um, hopefully in the next couple of weeks and it will be the best that you've ever had. And until then, we'll be loving you, leaving you and longing for you till next time. Bye! Bye. Baby, if you give it to me, I'll give it to you. I'll show you my dog. I know you want it. <laughs> no, you want my dog. Show you my dog. <laughs>